0: Good morning, everybody. Colin Morgan here and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind, where I speak to some of the world's most insightful and successful people five days a week. The goal of the show is simple, to show you how these people think, act, and the steps they took to get where they are, to hopefully inspire some of you listening to follow in their footsteps. This show is for people who want to learn who wanna grow and develop and who are willing to lay it on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind.
1: So many business owners or people that are even just in um, uh, sales teams or in organizations, We spend so much time on non-revenue producing activities. Yeah. And with the speed of today's marketplace, if you're not focusing on revenue, the market will punish you.
0: Hey, Grinders, I know you listen to me every single day, and I want to thank you so much for that. Now it's time I reciprocate it to you. I'm giving away a free 15-minute consultation to any Daily Grind listener out there. It's super simple. You just have to go to the link in the description of this podcast click that book a call with me and it's that easy see having the opportunity to speak with some of the most successful people and entrepreneurs five days a week has really given me a unique outlook on life and business now it's time I want to share that wisdom with you personally so go ahead in the description of this podcast you're going to see a link there to book a free 15-minute call with me click on that sign up there's nothing to it i just want to hear where you're at and how potentially i could either help you or put you in touch with one of the people in my database to help you so go ahead link in the description click that and i'll talk with you soon joining us today on the show is judge graham judge is a hard-hitting action-oriented serial entrepreneur with a successful track record of growing companies with little to no revenue and selling them for multi and hundreds of millions of dollars. Judge started JudgeGraham.com to lead the charge in helping small to mid-sized businesses catapult in growth value to create strong legacies or prosperous liquidity events. Judge served as Chief Marketing and New Business Officer of Ensira, the second-largest independently-owned CRM and digital marketing agency in the United States. Judge was a part of the core deal team and instrumental in selling Anstrita to Advent International in 2016. Prior to joining this company, Judge was the former co-owner and president of SQ1, which he sold to Anstrita in 2015. He was also the former co-owner and president of Resay Interactive. Judge has helped hundreds of small and Fortune 500 companies to focus on growth and the ability to identify and capitalize on opportunities to improve revenue and corner markets through integration and cutting edge positioning, culture, technology, and sales. Today on the show, Judge shares his amazing entrepreneurial journey with us. So everyone really be sure to sit back, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and enjoy today's powerful interview with Judge Graham. Well, Judge Graham, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you today?
1: I am fantastic. How are you?
0: I'm fantastic as well. Thank you so much for asking. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, Judge, say for some audience members, listeners out there being first introduced to you, just kind of in your own words, explaining a little bit more of
1: who you are and what you do. Sure. So I am Judge Graham. Um, You can find me at judgegram.com. And I'm on a, a new journey. And that new journey is, uh, historically, I've been a serial entrepreneur. I have grown and sold a couple very successful digital marketing and advertising agencies. Hmm. And during that journey, um, I experienced tons of failures, tons of mistakes, and then uh, tons of success. And the path that I'm on now is is clearly helping Entrepreneurs and and business owners, you know, provide them with what I would call strategic but tactical practitioner um, guidance and help um, through that journey, right? So, I mean, I understand what it's like to have a sleepless night wondering if I'm going to make payroll. Yeah. I know what it's like to sign a 15 year lease that's a multi million dollar lease. I know what it's like to have to declare personal bankruptcy. You know, and I also know what it's like to sell companies for multi-millions and hundreds of millions of dollars. So I'm, I'm packaging up all of that experience, success and failures, and I'm um, mentoring, speaking, coaching, um, consulting. Um, I just wrote a book. Um, so I'm just, you know, out there uh, helping, you know, business is my sport and I want to uh, see more. I'm a capitalist, so I want to see more entrepreneurs succeed. Amazing.
0: Well, first, thing, is Judge your legal name? Is that is that the name you got when you were a child?
1: So uh, Judge is after my uh, grandfather, my mother's wow. fa- father, who I'm actually looking at a picture right now. He's a big inspiration <laughs> to me. His first name was Felix. Okay. Felix uh, Morlon Stanley. It's quite the name. Wow. <laughs> and... They wanted to name me after him, but they didn't want to name me Felix. And he, everyone called him the Judge. And the reason they called him the Judge is uh, when he was alive, he was the municipal court judge of all of Houston, Texas. Oh wow! So it was kind of a, a big deal. So uh, my name'sake is after my grandfather.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Well, I love the name. Well, were they were they hoping you were you became
1: a judge when you were younger? No, I don't think so, man. Okay. But it's 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 great. You know, uh, my early career. You know, I've always been in in some sort of selling capacity, but you know, early on, I realized, uh, and this is the back in the days, um, this doesn't really even exist anymore. When people had you know, uh, voice machines and voice recorders, uh, you, you'd leave a message, and I'd say, "This is Judge Graham. It's urgent that they call," or I would <laughs> have to get past a, a gatekeeper, and it was uh, it was pretty easy. So all of my. Uh, you know, teammates that were in some form of telemarketing, uh, envied me for that name.
0: That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Well, fast forward now, what motivated you to want to do what you're doing to help small businesses, to help sort of niche businesses out there? What was the main motivation behind this?
1: Uh, I think it, you know, purpose is important, right? And everything, I talk a lot about, um, P's, right? The P's profitability, productivity, positivity, and purpose. And, Purpose for me um, on this new journey is, you know, I, I just get fired up, man. I don't, I don't care what level of success you end up having. There's always another level, right? Yeah. And to me, it's driven by purpose. And in business, to me, is a sport, it's a game. I love it, and I love seeing others succeed. And I love being in the trenches, man. I love rolling up my sleeves and and, and helping. And and I love that moment where you go from you know I, I talk a lot about what I call tipping points in businesses. Okay. And tipping points happen at either certain um, levels of revenue or even in certain levels of people, right? And I love to see you know it, it certain you know junctures in business, you know small businesses and entrepreneurs they tip one or two ways. They, they work so hard and let's say they get to a couple million in revenue and they are 30 you know, people and all of a sudden they lose an account and they tip backwards and they're back to 10, right? Or yeah. they tip forward and all of a sudden now they're at 10 million in revenue and they're at 75 people or whatever that is. You know, I love helping when you get to that moment ensuring that you tip forward.
0: And what was that tipping point for you? Because you had talked about how you went through bankruptcy. You've seen failure. You've also seen success. What was that tipping point for you, which kind of started to lead you into the the more tipping forward?
1: Um, so another thing, I'm a firm firm believer is niche will get you rich, and mm. I I talk a lot about a, a concept called inch wide and a mile deep. Yeah. Right. So the more niche you are, and the more you can become a market leader, the the higher likelihood you will be successful Um, and I truly believe that and you know I had a tipping point where I didn't have recurring revenue so my first business was web design and development grew it um, very successful on paper but man every day was a freaking new day right I sold a project once that project was done you had to you know sell more so all of a sudden you know you have 30 40 people and you're having to sell you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in new projects just to start covering the nut, you know, you have no predictability in in your your revenue. So the mistake I learned there was not having recurring revenue, right? And that business folded, I had to declare personal bankruptcy, and man, it was the lowest of lows, right? I'm a recently married, um, you know, four or five months into my marriage. I have a mortgage, I have two car payments, and I just found out that, you know, my wife's pregnant with my first child. So, wow. At that moment in time, you know, I think every entrepreneur has a, oh, fuck, shit slash moment. Yeah. I don't know if I can cuss on this surface. Yeah, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so at that moment, I, you know, I said, I never want to feel like this again. You know, I, I just, you know, I can't do it. And I have a super supportive wife, Jordan. And that was a, a moment that tipped me to say, I'll never feel this way again. You know, the mistakes that I, uh, encounter will never happen to me again. And at that point forward, I, uh, sat down and I just mapped out, you know, cause I'd done a lot of things successful, yeah. but I also did a lot of things that weren't. And I just said, you know what, that's not going to happen again. And I figured out my niche and I just went after it, man, you know, 120 hour plus weeks, um, relentless focus moved super fast. I would make decisions, you know, ten to fifteen decisions before most entrepreneurs would make one or two, and I just harnessed that momentum to drive uh, my second company, which was uber successful. We literally took a company that had, you know, call it six or seven employees, and over six, you know, less than six years, we had 250 employees and, and sold it. So, um, quite the quite the journey for me yeah
0: and what behaviors changed for you at that time, like when you made the decision that I'm not gonna be in this situation ever again, what were some of the daily behaviors that you changed which helped you keep
1: that momentum? um the daily behaviors you know i I didn't have a a problem with work ethic or sales yeah i had a I had a problem with understanding speed and scale mm. and so um that's actually my my book I just wrote it's called scale with speed okay and so my my problem was not you know I was moving fast, but I wasn't harnessing and focusing on the things I needed to focus on, right? So it 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 took me to fail to step back to understand the importance of wow. Well, if you start selling, you know you can still sell web design and development, but if you sell ongoing digital marketing uh, packages and SEO and hosting and maintenance you're going to have this predictability and compounding effect with revenue and take that same energy and that same sales hustle. But now instead of selling a hundred thousand a month, if you sell a hundred thousand and recurring, guess what? Month two, you're starting with a hundred thousand, yeah. right? Or, or, or month three yep. and, and it just keeps compounding. So that was a, a key, key lesson for me. And so I, uh, also understood the importance of, uh, uh, what I call you a know, uh, money sheet, which is spending 75% of every day, every person's day. I don't care if you're the intern, the CEO, what are your six to eight top priorities that are going to generate revenue that day or mm. that are going to get you closer to achieving your revenue goals? You know, uh, so many business owners or people that are even just in um, uh, sales teams or in organizations, uh, we spend so much time on non-revenue producing activities. Yeah. And With the speed of today's marketplace, if you're not focusing on revenue, the market will punish you. Competitors can, you know, turn up overnight. Um, You know, uh, product value, uh, those are commodities now. I mean, you have to lace up every single day. And so I I took on that mentality, too, that, you know, revenue is the number one priority, right? Servicing accounts – um, is, is second revenue is, is priority. If you don't have the revenue, you won't have the accounts.
0: And it sounds like that's something that you probably preach to your team as a leader.
1: hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I am, you know, there's no fluffiness with me when it comes to revenue. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. You gotta be, I mean, that's gotta be everyone's main focus is how do you continuously build that revenue? And it sounds like you know, you you had all that motivation, which a lot of entrepreneurs do, but you were able to kind of take a step back when you did face that failure and say, "What do I really need to do?" And once you had that clear vision, then the effort that you're putting in is is going to push you forward, and it's going to have that tipping point, which is going to continuously move the needle to the right instead of left.
1: Yeah, and I think it's I think it's very important to fail. Yeah. You know, I I also I talk about this this trophy world. Everybody gets a a, a trophy. I, I hate it, man. I've I've got two boys, they're seven and nine, and I try to avoid that, right? I I, I kind of directionally understand the concept, but listen, I I also played college football. I mean, I am a team person, and I I truly believe, I know that the effort in business or life or sports, the commitment, the dedication, the teamwork in Doing what it takes to win and then feeling losing after doing what you think it takes, those are important lessons, you know, and I think for all entrepreneurs, failure is is part of the journey to success. And I would say anyone that's an entrepreneur or claims that they're an entrepreneur and they're not failing they're not going to ever win at the, at the level that, you know, I would consider success. Oh, love that. So, you know, people need to embrace failure. It's, it's part of the journey. It's how you react and recover from it.
0: Yeah. You know what? I could not agree with that more because, you know, growing up in sports as well, right. You kind of flash back and, and you look at what you do in practice, right. And you're pretty much putting yourself in uncomfortable positions <clears> every day. You're failing every day. So when you do face adversity, you're able to handle that. And a lot of people, like you said, nowadays in this trophy world, you know, you're being told that, oh, it's great. Don't worry about it. It's okay. And it's really not realistic to what happens in, in business, sport, or in anything.
1: Yeah, no. I mean it's, yeah. it's, it's more cutthroat now than ever, yeah. and the competition is more fierce than ever. You know, I talk a lot about competition, and I said, listen, if you're competing, you've lost, period. Yeah. And I say, listen to me here. If you are competing, you are losing. This isn't a competition sport anymore. This is either you know lose or win. You must dominate, right? And yeah. you know people, people don't you know listen to that, and and they don't understand the importance because things are moving so fast, and there's so many competitors, and it's just uh, you know you've got to go niche and you've got to dominate. And if you don't do those two things in this marketplace, it will punish you.
0: Absolutely. So based on everything you've done and everything you've experienced, say for you, Judge, you had the opportunity to go back in time and speak to a younger version of yourself and not necessarily change anything, but offer yourself a piece of advice or piece of guidance. I'm wondering what that would be for you.
1: Uh, It would be to move faster. And I know that probably sounds... Uh, crazy but let me give some context of of what i mean by that you know it, i spent a lot of time caring more about what certain people thought yeah in taking advice versus counsel and i really want to be clear on this point so everybody understands what i mean by this advice versus counsel advice is anybody can give it to you right you could go up and, and and if you're asking your friend or your mom or your dad to help because you're concerned about something, but they haven't experienced it and they haven't lived it and they haven't achieved it at the level that you want. That's advice and it's bad advice. Yeah. Counsel is seeking to work with somebody to ask them for help who has achieved or exceeded what you want in life. And if I would have listened to, that advice that I'm giving now, right, or that counsel that I'm giving now, <clears throat> that would be something I would have focused a lot more time on, worrying less about what others thought and seeking only counsel and not advice.
0: And is that something that you still do? You still seek counsel? You still reach out to people whom you view as yeah. as successful mentors?
1: Yeah, totally, man. Yeah. I, I believe, you know, I, I talk a lot about tribal, right, I, in who's in your tribe, and you know it's important to have family it's important to have friends but when it comes to business you need to surround yourself with with peers that are either experiencing what you're experiencing or more important mentors who have exceeded what you want in life and you Mm. need to seek them out and ask for that counsel and shut up and listen right yeah um You know, that that's so, so important, right? I mean, how do you if you wanna be a multi, you know, millionaire, you wanna sell a company for hundreds of millions of dollars, well, you don't want to go talk to your brother who's working a nine to five job at minimum wage. You wanna go find the individual who has done that or more, and you want to seek counsel from them on how do they do that?
0: Yeah. You know, it's so important because there's so many people out there, you know, in 2018 who will call themselves, you know, a business coach or call themselves a consultant, but they really haven't done anything themselves, <clears throat> right? And it's important for when I think you are you are looking for that counsel to really find someone who's done what it is that you're looking to do because yeah, they're totally. the ones who are really going to be able to help you.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. you know, and, and there's something as I – um Age, right? I, I'm starting to date myself, but I turned forty a couple months ago, right? Which is a big, uh, you know, milestone. And you know, some of that counsel and experience, it just comes with the years, man. I mean, it just—you yeah. literally have to live through things to get that experience, you know. But you're much better off if you're seeking people that have done it and counsel. And, and you're right. I mean. It, it's an interesting time right now. You know, everybody has a click funnel. Everybody's a coach, everybody, you know, I mean, that's just, you know, you know, literally everybody's throwing up a Shopify website and I love it. Right. I mean, it's this huge capitalistic, you know, entrepreneur kind of environment we're in, but a lot of these, what I would call young guys or kids seek out real people. Don't be fooled by, you know, uh, a a good looking funnel. I mean, really understand Who you're going to? Because you need mentorship. People need mentors. They need coaches. But you need somebody that's actually done it.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And for you, like, what motivates you to keep grinding? Like, what gets you out of bed every day and just fires you up to do what you do?
1: Yeah, you know, my wife uh, asked that because I'm actually starting to work as hard as uh, you know. After you uh, sell a couple (laughs) companies, and uh, you know, financially you're 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 good you know, a lot of people say, well, you know, why are you, you know, doing all this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. You know, it's, again, it's, life is, I, I think, real entrepreneurs and people that are super successful, if you ask any of them, it, it starts, you know, money is a part of the motivation, but it's the game, man. It's the sport. It's the, you know, uh, I'm 40 years old, so I can't suit up in pads anymore and get that feeling right to go hit the field and play football. But this is that new feeling, right? Winning in business and watching others win and help them win, um, transforming cultures, you know, these things, I mean, like just, I get goosebumps talking about them. I mean, it's my juice, you know, I mean, uh, it's my vice. I mean, it, it's what, I'm addicted to, you know, people could be addicted to drugs, alcohol, sex, you know, I'm addicted to winning in business.
0: Yeah, totally. And, you know, it's, it, you have to have that love for the game, right? Like I'm uh, in football. I'm a Vikings fan. Okay, so I've had a lot, of, yep. uh, a lot of heartache in my life, but we signed Kirk Cousins. He had $86 million guaranteed, right? And a lot of people will sit back and be like, if I had $86 million guaranteed, I'd be pulling a hammy real quick and getting right. out of there, right? But he obviously loves the game and, and that's just what it is in, in sport and people who make a billion dollars aren't in it to make a billion dollars. They're in it because they love what they do and they're in constant seek of progression.
1: Yeah, and I would tell anybody listening to this, trust me, money is important, right? I, mean, I could do a whole segment on the importance of money, right? Yep. Um, people say money is the root of all evil. Those are the people that don't have money, right? Money allows you to do things and create freedom, right? But what money doesn't allow you to do is, you know, just like you said, money doesn't – You once you get money, you adjust your lifestyle, but nothing changes. Yeah. Your lifestyle true. adjusts right? Instead of driving – a Toyota, you have a Lambo or a Rolls or whatever you want, right? Those instead of living in a you know fifteen hundred square foot house, you live in the ten thousand square foot house. Things yeah. just adjust, right? But your mentality and who you are and your drive and what you want to accomplish doesn't. So you know, money needs to be a motivator, but you've got to love it, man. you got to have purpose and you've got to have passion because money is 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 not the equalizer.
0: Yeah, totally. And, you know, for you talking a little bit about those, you know, behaviors that we had talked about, I'm wondering, like, what's one thing you do every single day without fail, whether it be morning, afternoon, night, but something you do every single day, um, whether that be like a habit or ritual or routine, but something that helps you kind of push that
1: needle forward and allow you to get things done throughout the day. Uh, I would say it's the money sheet, right? And it's a a free tool that I give. So if anybody's listening, wants to go to JudgeGraham.com hit resources, hit money sheet. Um, awesome. Money sheet is this nasty, obnoxious sheet, right? It, it's covered in like $100 bills and it says money sheet, but <laughs> it's the six to eight priorities. It's a tangible sheet, right? I mean, it's a physical, old school. You print it out. Um, you uh, can also do it in the digital version, but it literally has a couple things on it. It says, what's your monthly target, right? So you, you fill that in, revenue target where are you today against that target pacing, Mm. right? So if your monthly target is a hundred grand and you're 15 days into the month and you're 91,000 short, that's not good. Yeah, (laughs) no doubt. And and then, then there's literally uh, eight lines on a piece of paper that are numbered. And there's a sentence that says, what are the six to eight top priorities you're going to do today that are going to get you closer to your revenue and you must complete them. Right. So when you have that visual reminder and a tangible sheet and it forces you every single day to get in that money sheet, right, you create a habit. And once you create a habit, you start breaking bad habits, right? We spend so much time doing, you know, bullshit activities, surfing social um, setting up a meeting because we think it's important, right? No, get in the money sheet, right? Activity one, make 200 phone calls, activity two, send out six proposals. I mean, you, you get what I'm getting at. So that would be the habitual thing if you want success, um, to do. And, and you know, the great part about it is once you finish it, it's a euphoric feeling, Mm. right? People love to accomplish things, right? Um, procrastination, I think, chemically screws you up, right? You need to release these endorphins of success and by accomplishing your money sheet, um, it's it's a successful thing. It's like starting every day and make your bed. You've accomplished something.
0: Yeah, 100%, love that. And you know, for you, if there was one person, say someone, say like a magic genie, and and they could step into your business and they could help you with one thing or help you solve one problem, I'm wondering what he or she would help you with.
1: Um, at one, systems, I think. I okay. think there's so much um, amazing technology. I mean, there's so many things, um, even in the last, you know, a year and a half, two years, we've, you know, just from devices to actual, you know, software, you know, having an amazing, what I would call marketing technology. Um, expert within any organization yeah. who can come in and help streamline efficiencies within the organization to create productivity. And what I mean by that is, what's the latest and greatest um, tech that that's light and easy to use for my staff? So you know, doing expense reports instead of taking three hours a, a month, take three minutes. Yeah, you know, instead of tracking time you know, something that people hate and they make up and they never do, and it takes 10 hours a month, it takes 30 seconds, right? So it would be someone that really understands people and behaviors, but understands the right tech for any organization to implement it, to streamline things, to make it more fast, so people can focus on the customer and revenue activities.
0: Mm, Love that. And now, Judge, the way we end the show here is I give you the floor and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today.
1: The one thing and one thought that everybody needs to go home with today is you've got to move fast. Speed is the new big in this economy. And if you're not being fast, the marketplace will punish you. And what I mean by fast is you've got to make decisions fast. You know, we're faced with 35,000 plus decisions today. Like, should you brush your teeth? Hell yeah, brush your teeth, right? <laughs> That's an easy decision. <laughs> but you have to move fast. If you're not making these decisions quick enough, your competitors will and they will crush you, right? You need to start. Quit procrastinating. You can't move fast if you don't go. And there's so many small business owners business owners, people that manage teams, entrepreneurs that are getting left behind because they're not starting, right? You will figure it out along the way. I don't care what, whatever it is, right? If you want to go run a marathon, just lace up your freaking shoes and start running. You'll figure it out. That's the thought.
0: Totally. Now, Judge, what's the best way our audience can reach out, connect with you, and get a copy of your first book that was released, "Scale with Speed"? Uh, when did that? When it, did that come? Uh, when did that come out? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Uh, it's. Uh, so I don't know if you've been uh, ever written a book or part of the book process. I haven't. No. I've had it out um, direct for I don't know about a month and a half. Okay. But it literally won't hit um, like Barnes and Noble and Amazon. You can pre-order on Amazon. But until April of nineteen, the book cycles are really weird. Weird, they release them in six month cycles. Okay. So, but the book is available direct. Um, you can get it at scalewithspeed.com, or you can get it at judgegraham.com. Um, and it's a great book. It's a two hundred and six page book. I wrote it literally is a practitioner's guide to success. So if you're on a coast to coast flight, you can read it. Or if you're uh, you know, want to move fast, I have speed reads at every chapter. Um, that that you know outline kind of what you need to do within 45 minutes, and this book has multiple downloads that literally you can implement in your business to start taking action. So it's a great book if you're looking to change the game and actually use it as a what I would call war guide to success. But the best places to reach me, um, JudgeGraham.com. Uh, my Facebook is at JudgeGrahamBusiness. Um, check me out on uh, iTunes or Stitcher. I'm in the top 50 now, um, business podcast that just happened yesterday. Congrats! So, you know, thanks, man. You know, I'm I'm just literally I give out a ton of free resources um, at JudgeGraham.com. But you know, I'm on this mission for productivity, positivity, um, purpose, and profitability. And you know, those are are four P's that are important to me. And you know, I want to see others succeed and. You know my juices this game.
0: I love it. Everyone, be sure that you visit judgegram.com. Be sure to get that free resource. That money sheet is absolutely amazing. If you want his book, you can grab it there or go to scalewithspeed.com. Follow him on Facebook. I'll share a link to his top 50 podcast, which is absolutely amazing, which you can find on pretty much all platforms. And as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today moving fast. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Judge Graham. Judge, I wanna thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here with me today.
1: Uh, Thanks for having me, man. It was great, anytime.
0: The pleasure was all mine. And everyone, if you liked today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave us a comment, share it with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.